Welcome to The Unstoppable Show. I'm your host, Jenny Lane, and I'm here to help you become unstoppable in your small business so that you create a money-making brand that changes yours and your family's life for good. This show is perfectly suited to female entrepreneurs working from home, growing small profitable businesses in the online space. Let's dive in to this episode. You're listening to The Business Startup Show with Jenny Lane. Tune in every week for practical advice, tips and tools to help you start your online business in the right way to lead you quickly to success. And now, here's your host, Jenny Lane. Hey ladies, so those of you who know me well know that one of the key things I'm always encouraging you to do in your business as early on as possible is to set up your mailing list. And I'm just going to give you a reminder about why this is so important. Firstly, it's because it provides a safe place for you to build your tribe, to capture people's details. And it's just a way for you to be able to keep in touch with people on a much deeper level. Having their email address on your list is an asset that you own that won't be taken away from you whereas social on the other hand or even marketplace platforms are not assets in your business and they can be taken away from you without notice so the whole point of you using social is not to run your business in its entirety but to use it as a place to grow a following to then try and drive that following over onto your mailing list so that you've got them in a safe place But also another reason your mailing list is important is because as you grow your list and you build good, deep relationships with the people that are on your list, those people are much more likely to become your repeat loyal customers now and for the future. So in this podcast episode, I thought I'd share just a couple of mailing list tips that you may find useful just to help you with growing your mailing list and sending newsletters to your list. Now, it's super easy to set a mailing list up and you can do it for free. So it's not going to cost you anything. MailChimp is still a really popular provider and you can have, I think, up to 2000 subscribers inside of MailChimp before you have to start paying for the platform. And MailChimp is predominantly an email list provider, but actually there's an awful more, lot more that you can do inside MailChimp than just send out newsletters. It has the ability to do things like polls and surveys, to to create landing pages for free and opt-ins for free, to put emails on automation and all sorts of other great little resources that you have available to you through the free MailChimp account. So it's a great platform for beginners and for anyone who needs to get a mailing list set up for free. And MailChimp also has pretty good deliverability rates, which means that less of the emails that you send out will end up in people's spam. Clavio is also another mailing list provider. I used to use Clavio and I loved them. I thought that their whole setup was just so nice and, and super easy to use once you got the hang of the basics. And they were my favourite before I moved to an all-in-one platform, which is where um, I have my business now and I've got my website, my mailing list and all sorts of other things in one place through one provider. But you can also do an awful lot with Clavio for free. 
And if you're using Shopify for your business as an e-commerce store, Klaviyo will connect to your Shopify right inside the platform, right inside the Shopify platform. It's, it, just, it just works really well with Shopify. So once you've got an, a mailing list set up, you then need to start to promote it. You then need to start focusing on driving people towards that list so that you've got them in that safe place and you can build deeper, more meaningful relationships with them. That normally means having some sort of free offer that you're going to give people in return for them giving you their email address and hopping on your list. You need to have a way to capture the details of people interested in that free offer that you're going to give away so that when they say, yes, I want your free offer, they can go through a little process and they get added to your list and then they are able to grab your free offer and you can get it all set up on automation so that it works really easily for you. This just means having a landing page or a sign up page that's got an opt in box on it where you tell people about your free offer and then you ask them to fill in the opt-in box and they put their details in there and then that opt-in box is linked to your mailing list provider so they're automatically added to your mailing list and then you've got your offer set up on automation so as soon as they jump on your list your mailing list provider fires off an email to them that you've set up on automation that gives them their offer and it's no more difficult than that guys you know it takes a little bit learning if you're a little bit tech challenged but it is totally 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 learnable a lot of my vip ladies who never had mailing lists before they kind of came on board with me and are ladies who feel that they are very very tech challenged now all have their mailing lists set up and in place and they are starting to get to grips with just the benefits of mailing lists and sending uh, regular newsletters out to their uh, subscribers um, that, that ultimately benefit their businesses so once you've started to promote your free offer to get people on your list You've then, really importantly, and this is something that I see missing a lot of the time, you've really got to have a strategy um, to make sure that you start sending out regular newsletters to your list. And that, that means whether you have one, 1,000, 10,000 people or more on your list, you've got to have a plan. There is a plan where you start to send out a regular newsletter. And it's probably where I see most people getting stuck because they don't have any sort of strategy in place to send out regular emails to their list. And it, it means that they're often sending out a newsletter here and there, sometimes with large gaps between each newsletter, and there's no consistency to it. And that doesn't help build a relationship with your subscribers. I think that part of the reason for this is that a lot of people find it really hard to write newsletters. They just don't know what they should put in them or what they should talk about or to make them interesting so that people want to open them and not bore people. They get a little bit worried about sending out too many email letters and people unsubscribing. That is absolutely not something that you should be concerned about. The people that like you will stick around. And also, a lot of the time, business owners' focus tends to be much more over on social media and building a following there. But 
That is a key part of your business strategy, building a following on social. But the the strategy has to go one step deeper than that. You have to say to yourself, right, once I've got my followers on social, what do I want to do with them then? And the key thing that you should be doing with them on social, the goal that you should be trying to achieve with your followers on your social platforms is to drive them over to your mailing list. And once you've done that, it's really important that you don't then ignore those people because they've effectively registered their interest in you and your business, not only once by following you on social, but a second deeper time by being willing to give you their email address and jump on your list. And once they've done that, you've really got to start to nurture those people and say, you know, I thank you for being here. I see that you're here. And now I'm going to work really hard to build deeper, better relationships with you that are going to be helpful for you in your life. So at the very least, guys, your goal should be to send one email a week to your list. And I know that that fills some people with shock horror. But, you know, part of it is just starting to get your head around having a strategy. And hopefully some of the pointers that I'll give you in this podcast will help you with that. I think it's I think that's where the struggle lies. A lot of a lot of business owners just find it hard to come up with content that they can put in their emails so that they can send newsletters out on a weekly basis. And they often overthink this. So one tip to getting regular emails out to your list, and I find this really useful myself, is to go and have a look at all of the content that you've put out on your social feeds because the chances are You've put a lot of content out on your social platforms because you're putting a lot of your focus there. And I want you to go and have a look at that content and I want you to find the content that has had the most interaction and engagement. And then think about how you can turn that into longer form content that you can send to your list. So let me give you an example. This week I put a piece of content out on Instagram and it was just a little short video. It was only a couple of minutes long. And it was showing people how to use um, a new feature inside Instagram stories called multi-capture, where you can literally take seven photographs consecutively. And it's very time saving. It's a great way um, to showcase your products and your services. So I created a little video and um, I put it out there on my Instagram grid and then I shared it to my stories. And it basically just walked people through how to use multi-capture. And That one piece of content got double the interaction than any other content I put out the same week. So now I can take that piece of content knowing that people found it useful and I can repurpose it to send to my list. So I'll I'll drop a little link to the video which shows the how to do the multi-capture. But then I'll expand on that a little bit more by talking about how important it is to find different ways to show up on Instagram so that you stand out. And I can work that one little piece of content out into just something that is a little bit more deeper dive for the people on my list so that they are getting more than the people that are my followers on social. Now, there are many more pieces of content that I've dropped into social that I can pull into a newsletter and then I can expand on to give to my VIPs, which is the ladies on my list, I call them my VIPs, so that they feel that they're getting more deeper dive useful information from me than they would get if they were just a follower on my social. And that's really important, guys. You know, you have to make the distinction between 
the importance of people who are your followers on social versus the importance of the people that are, that are on your list. And I think quite often what we do is we place a whole lot more importance on the people that are our followers on social and we ignore more the people that are on our list. And it should absolutely be the other way around. No matter how many followers you have on social versus the followers you have on your list, you have got to make a commitment to treat the people on your list as your VIPs. So as, as well as that, people that are people that are interested in you, they want to know about you and your journey. They're nosy. Some of my VIPs in my uh, private accountability group posted last week about how they'd been putting out lots of reels on Instagram that were showcasing their products and then they put one reel out that was this really quick reel showing how messy their craft room was and that reel got like five times more interaction than the product reels that they were putting out and it's because people are nosy they want to know about you and your journey they want the behind the scenes. They want you talking about your challenges, why you started your business, that your plans for the future, how women can be an awesome force in business, how building your business helped you overcome anxiety or financial worries or living the hated nine to five. How, why you're doing what you do, what it is you're passionate about, something funny that happened to you in your business, something funny that happened to you in your life and how it impacted you in your business, how it made you change the direction of your business. People want that information. So there's kind of nothing that you can't share in your emails because your goal is to allow your list subscribers to get to know you better, to feel that they have this connection with you, that they understand who you are as a person and what's going on in your life and your business. And the more that you the more you do about that, and the more people feel like you are their friend rather than just somebody showing up trying to flog products the better it's going to be and the more engaged your email list will become. So you can do like the top books that you're reading right now or something funny that happened or your views about life and your business. Anything that's going to get your subscribers to know you and what you do and who you are better. Because at the end of the day, what you're trying to do is to get closer to the people on your list so that they start to know, like and trust you more. And when, when they do that, they are much more likely to buy your products and services. If all you're doing in your emails is promoting yet another product, then your subscribers may quickly become bored and stop opening your emails. But if you're sending something a little bit unexpected each time because you're putting variety into your newsletters, so a giveaway one week and a story about something that changed your life the next or how someone hated on you in social and what you did the next or how your supplier went bust and how you overcame that in the next one and when you helped a client get the result they got in the next one and somewhere unusual your product was displayed or how you got featured in this place, your list subscribers are much more likely to keep opening your emails because they're just going to want to have a nosy at what it is you're talking about this week. Now, the subject lines of your emails are really important because that's the first thing your subscribers will see and they need to stand out. So instead of, let me give you an example. So instead of a subject line that says latest product in stock, I'd probably put something like this nearly crushed me because people are nosy. They'll want to know what it was that nearly crushed me. And then inside the email, I talk about how I've just launched a new product, but oh my God, the journey to that launch was so tough. 
because of all these challenges that came at me along the way that nearly stopped me in my tracks and crushed me and nearly stopped me putting this new product out there. But I managed to just, you know, I focused and I got my head down and I powered on through all these challenges and I overcame them and how did I feel elated when I came through all of the barriers that were, were that were coming at me, at me and I actually got this latest product out into the world and I am so absolutely chuffed that I did and so proud of it. And then I'd be saying to my subscribers, tell me guys, what do you think about this new product? Can you believe what I went through to get this out into the marketplace? Do you like it? What sort of colours do you think these should come in? Do you think that this is a service that people will find useful? Should I sell single units of this product or more? Hit reply to this email and give me your thoughts. So can you see how I've used a great subject line that is different to just my latest product launched? And then I've morphed it into a story and a journey that I went on in order to get that product out into the world. <coughs> Excuse me. And then, instead of trying to sell the product in the email, what I've asked my list to do is to give me some feedback about what they think. Because it means then that I'm involving them in the process. They feel closer to me as a result. And that can be a great teaser to tempt them to buy. So your subject lines really, really matter. And you need to get creative about how you use them. Some of my best subject lines in my emails have been... One was when I took my mum to buy a rubber dress. Another was my 100-year-old granny in the stripper. And another recent one was, if donkeys do it, so can you. They may, they may have, you know, you may read those subject lines and think, well, they have no bearing to what Jenny does as a business. But those, are, those emails all told stories, some about my life, some about life and business in general, but they all related and morphed into something to do with starting and growing a business in the online space. And each one of those emails that I sent out with those funky headlines, I got email responses from my list members telling me how much they loved the content. Now, let me say, guys, that never happens when I just put out an email about my latest offer. So there are a few takeaways here. Firstly, when you have just one person on your list, you need to start sending a regular email out. Bare minimum should be once a week. I know how I have ladies on my list that are sending emails out once a fortnight. It's not enough. It needs to be bare minimum once a week. And I want to encourage you to send that email on the same day each week so that people start to see that you're sending your email out every Friday, which is what I currently do. And that will start to sit and register in their mind when they open their mailbox on Fridays because they'll be expecting to see that regular Friday email from me or from you popping into their box. Remember, for ideas, if you're stuck, go and have a look at your content on social. See what content has been most um, interacted with and then turn it into some longer form content that you can send to your mailing list. You need to expand on that content so that you're giving more than you do on your social. Your VIPs need on your mailing list, they need to be treated better than the people on social. Make sure that you create great subject lines that stand out. Guys, it doesn't matter what your email is about. You can think of a subject line that stands out that relates to the content in your email. Remembering your content, try to tell stories and take people on journeys with you. 
make your stories and your emails in general interesting, engaging, funny, shocking always works really well. Challenging works well as well. People don't like to feel uncomfortable, but it's a way that they then start to feel that they want to see more of you. It's kind of a bit addictive. You've got to try and make your emails stand out from the sea of other emails that they get to their inbox that are doing nothing but trying to sell. And finally, the other tip that I want to offer up, guys, is, and it's this is such an important one because it will help you so much in your business, is to try to plan your emails in advance. So every month, the ladies that have purchased my Ultimate Business Planner join me in an accountability meetup inside a private Facebook group. And inside that meetup, on a month-by-month basis, we all start to plan all of the content for our business for the following month. That includes social content, podcast content, blogs, videos, but also email content. We plan in advance the emails that we are going to be sending to our list the following month. And it gives us time to come up with content ideas for our emails. It gives us time to get those emails written out in draft form in our mailing lists. And it also gives us time to have them done and scheduled, ready to be sent out to our list on specific days throughout the month, the following month. Pre-planning our emails that way means we end up sending those emails out regularly, first of all, because we're not we're not trying to do them on a week-by-week basis and then firefighting to try and come up with content ideas and getting overwhelmed with, oh my God, what am I going to send out to my list this week and I haven't got much time to do it and I've got all of this other stuff going on in my business. So pre-planning our emails overcomes all of that overwhelm and stress. It enables us to make sure that we have enough emails in the bag. Guys, it's just four emails if you're going to send one a week. And if you're creating them the months before, four emails to get sorted in one month that are all prepped and ready to go the following month, it means that we then end up getting our emails sent out regularly, on time and consistently. And that is super important because when you fail to send a regular email to your list, your list will very quickly forget about you. Emails are like any other content you post. Your emails need to show up frequently in your subscribers' mailboxes to keep you in the minds of the people that have subscribed to your list so that they start to see you popping up regularly with great emails, with really fantastic subject lines that they want to open and read because they're a little bit different and they're interesting and people are nosy and they want to see what's going on with you. And all of those things will mean that you will slowly but surely turn your email list subscribers into people who will buy from you. You'll build much greater relationships with the people on your list. They'll stick around. And not only will they want to buy from you just once, but time and time again. So I really want to encourage you to make the effort to get on top of your emails if you've not already done that. To focus on building your list as a priority to send great and regular emails to your list that are engaging and funny and challenging and varied and exciting and not just all about the sale. And most importantly, pre-plan them and have them ready to go because when you can do these things, guys, with your email list over time, you will become much better at writing and creating and sending your emails consistently. And over time, again, 
your email list will become an absolutely invaluable asset for your business. Okay, so I hope that you have liked this podcast episode and there's been um, some useful information in it for you. Please remember to subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And if you'd like to check out the Ultimate Business Planner that I mentioned inside this episode, you can find a link in the podcast description for that. My Ultimate Business Planner can be started any time of the year and it is a brilliant tool to help you get absolutely awesome at creating all sorts of fantastic content for your business. It's just a super useful way to help you show up better. It's really easy to use and you also have access to me inside my private Facebook VIP accountability tribe when you have that business planner where I'm helping you to use it and helping you to show up better in your business. Best of all, you can get that ultimate business planner and access to me inside that private accountability group for under a one-off payment of £30. It's less than that, guys. So please go to the podcast link and check that out if you think it will be useful for you in your business. And I will catch you again for another podcast episode real soon. Take care for now. Bye-bye. Girl, thanks for showing up, being here and tuning into this episode. I appreciate you. Remember to subscribe so that you'll receive a notification when more episodes go live. And why not share this podcast with another female business owner who you know will get value from being here. I want you to stay on your business. I want you to stay committed to your business. I want you to become unstoppable in your business. And I'll catch up with you for more business success tips real soon. Take care. Bye for now.